Hello, you're listening to the Cassandra Mac podcast where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess. Make sure to hang out until the end. I have a special prayer that I am going to pray just for you. When you have a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMacMinistries.com and check out our books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, and t-shirts, all designed to inspire you to live your blessed life. So we are in the month of March. Happy birthday to all of the March babies. If this is your birthday month, happy birthday to you. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Do something special for you. I want to say a shout out to those of you who listen to this podcast, who are connected to our ministry from all around the USA. Let us know where you are connected to Cassandra Mac Ministries from. I want to shout out to those of you abroad, those of you who are in London, UK, Canada, Finland, Ireland, Namibia, Ghana, Nigeria, and all around the world. We could not do what we do without your support. Thank you for those of you who sow into our ministry with your financial offerings. We could not do what we do without your generosity. We ask that you continue to support what it is that we do across all of the different mediums. So today's podcast is being sponsored by the Soul Fast Workbook. If you are doing the Soul Fast with us, how are you doing on the Soul Fast? Let me know. Let me know. Drop a comment. Let me know how are you doing? Uh, What's coming up for you? What are you journaling about in the Soul Fast Workbook? So with that in mind, on today's episode, we're talking about how to tame the toxic self-talk with a very powerful scripture. There is a scripture in the Bible. There are many scriptures in the Bible, but we're going to focus on this one scripture that is very, very powerful when it comes to taming toxic self-talk. Here's the thing about the mind. You know, a lot of times our mind is like a battlefield and everyday thoughts that want to bring us down, Thoughts that want to make us feel defeated and insecure and discouraged and depressed are constantly contending for our focus and our attention. And so it's like you get up, you're ready to start your day, you're feeling good. And out of nowhere, a thought pops into your mind about something that pissed you off five weeks ago, but you're thinking about it today. And it seems like you can't move past that thing or you're enjoy a nice meal, you have a thought that pops into your mind that tries to make you believe that who you are is not enough. When you're getting ready for an interview and a thought comes in your mind, like nobody's going to hire you. Who would hire you? You're so stupid. And so the thing about the mind, right? The mind will run, it will run ragged if we are not mindful about taming the toxic self-talk. And most of the thoughts that we think are negative. And if we are not mindful, we can get in a space where we allow negative thinking to not only dominate our thought life, but to affect our mindset, our mood, and our attitude. And so we need to be cognizant about taming the toxic self-talk so that we can have a more powerful mindset. And so this is the scripture. It comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, and it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God 
and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so not only is this a Bible scripture for us to meditate on, right? Because the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. But this is also a psychological tactic. It is a spiritual warfare strategy. This is also a uh, mental method to be able to develop a more fruitful, productive, positive thought life, tame the negative self-talk, and to begin to gain victory over negative thinking if you struggle with negative thinking. And here's the thing about the mind. While we cannot control every thought that pops into our mind randomly, we certainly can choose not to dwell on the ones that keep us defeated. And that's what I'm getting out. So thoughts are going to pop into our mind all day, every day. But we get to choose whether or not we dwell in the mental space of a particular thought that feeds off of insecurity and tries to make us believe that we are deficient as human beings. And we get to choose whether we believe who God says we are in the Bible, whether we choose to align our thinking with the scriptures. This is a choice. And the thing about it is it's not a one and done. Just like you don't brush your teeth one time and say, hey, I'm good for the rest of the month. Of course not. People would fall out from your breath. And so you brush your teeth every day, sometimes more than once a day to start the day fresh and to get out anything that's stuck in between your teeth so that it doesn't become an issue. And so sometimes there are things we have to get out of our mind that's stuck in our perspective because it's starting to become an issue affecting our confidence and our self-esteem and our motivation. And so this scripture, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, right, gives us such a powerful strategy. So let's look at what's being said here. So it starts by saying casting down imaginations, right? And so when we have a thought that is counter to what the scriptures say, then right off the bat, we know that it's an imagination. It is not true, right? So if you have a thought that says, I'm the dumbest person in the world, I am so stupid, then right off the bat, you know that that's an imagination. How do you know? Because the Bible tells us that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a, one of power, love, and what kind of mind? Does it say stupid mind? Does it say dumb mind? Does it say illiterate mind? Nope. It says sound mind. And so you have a sound mind. A sound mind is a mind that can think logically, rationally, sensibly, resourcefully, creatively. Think about our earliest ancestors. Uh, they didn't have all of the tools that we had. They didn't even have the written word. And Look at the things that they've invented. Look at how they have figured out a way to survive and carry on the human race. So obviously we do not have stupid minds, but the enemy, you have to remember he's a thief and that's what he does, right? What, what do thieves do? They steal and sometimes they kill and they destroy. And so he's a thief. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. He want to steal your hope, your joy, your confidence. And so 2 Corinthians 10, 5, casting down imagination. So the first thing you have to do is a fact check. You got to do a fact check, a fact check against the word. 
And so when you have a thought that's bringing you down, that's taking you in a direction of stealing something from you, like your confidence or your identity of who you are in God, that's trying to kill something in you like your joy, your peace of mind, or that's trying to destroy something that you're trying to build, like your integrity by building and cultivating the fruit of the spirit, then you have to recognize the lie for what it is and say, wait a minute, this is an imagination. This is not even true. My mind is running away with me. My mind is, is running away here. I got to be like, no, 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 no. So you got to cast it down. Now, casting down an imagination, casting something down is a very aggressive act. It's not a slap. You're casting it down. And so back in medieval times, if you committed a crime against the king, one of the possible punishments was to be cast down to the lion's den. That's how aggressively we are to deal with thoughts that are counter to what the word of God says. Thoughts that do not align with the word of God. Those are imaginations. Thoughts that do not align with who God is and who we are in God. We had a cat like, get out my mind. I cast you down. So casting down imaginations. And then it goes on to say, in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So not only are we to cast down untrue or deceptive thoughts that come from the enemy, we are to take it a step further and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So sometimes what happens with a thought is when we dwell on that thought or when it's a deeply ingrained belief, like beliefs that emanate from traumatic experiences and very, very hurtful, painful childhood experiences. Sometimes those beliefs try to exalt themselves against the knowledge of God, meaning they're trying to exalt means to raise itself higher. It becomes so deeply ingrained that it goes from a passing thought to a mental stronghold where that particular belief has a strong hold over your mind. It has a strong hold over the way you think. It has a strong hold over your mood. It has a strong hold over your attitude. It is a mental stronghold. And so we are to also cast down, not just imaginations that try to take over our thinking, right? But also those high things that try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. So the knowledge of God is the word of God, what we know to be true about God, what we know to be true about uh, who we are in God based on the scriptures, the Bible scriptures. And so if there is something in your mind, right? Let's say in your mind, you, 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 you're thinking, you know what? I'm never going to amount to anything. I'm just destined to be a failure in life. And let's say that's not just a passing thought, but you really believe that it's become a stronghold to the point where you're even engaging in behaviors that are self-sabotaging because you truly believe that you are a failure. So now this thought of being a failure has, has uh, escalated from an imagination to a high thing. It's trying to raise up. It's trying to raise up. It's trying to raise up against the knowledge of God. And so you got to cast that thing down because it's trying to raise up this, this thought of being a failure. And so you begin to think about, well, what does the word of God say? Does the word of God say that I'm a failure? Well, no, I can't be a failure because the word of God says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. The word of God says that my gifts will make room for me. The Bible is replete with scripture that speak to my potential, that speak to my capacity, that speak to what God put inside of me. And so anything other than what is in alignment with what God put inside of me, 
that is the imagination. And if I have allowed it to become a stronghold, that is the high thing. Hold on, wait a minute. I got to cast this down. So you got to cast that down. And then it tells you what else to do. So it's giving you a step-by-step process. This one scripture is rich with strategy, rich with warfare, rich with spiritual warfare, psychological warfare. Then it says, bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so as you're monitoring your inner narrative, your internal dialogue, that running stream of thought that's always, you know, going on in our heads, we have to bring it into captivity. So when you bring something into captivity, you capture it, you capture it. And we don't just capture it, but we capture it to the obedience of Christ. So it is supposed to obey Christ. And so the scriptures tell us to let the same mind that was in Christ be in us. And so when we're bringing imaginations, well, when we're casting them down and we're casting down high thoughts, and then we're bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ, we are filtering our thought life through the Christ mindset. And then we're asking ourselves, does this align with the Christ mindset according to the scriptures? When I read the ministry of Christ, Christ constantly affirmed who he was. He would say things like, I am the way, the truth, and the light. When he prayed, he prayed with belief. And so if we have a mindset that is counter, that is counter to that, we got to bring that into captivity. We have to bring it into captivity and like, no, you're going to obey. You're going to obey. You're not the boss of me, negative thinking. So there you have it. This is a powerful strategy found in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 that you can use over and over again, that you can teach your kids to use to tame the toxic self-talk with this very powerful scripture. And it is not a one and done like brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth and it is part of your routine so that you have good dental hygiene and you have a healthy, clean mouth. And so this needs to be part of your uh routine so that you have good spiritual hygiene and a healthy, clean mindset. It's the same principle. And so there you have it. With that being said, if our ministry has been a blessing to you, we ask that you give a financial offering. Every bit helps. Share this podcast. Share our YouTube videos. We now have membership at the YouTube channel where there are so many perks that come with being a member. There's a level of membership where you get an ebook. There's uh, each month. There's a level of membership where uh, you get a series. So there are certain series, two, three, four part series that only come with membership. And there are some awesome things. So when you go to the Cassandra Mac YouTube channel and you click on the join button, you'll see the three tiers of membership and what comes with each level of membership so that you can select a level of membership that is right for you. And if you're not ready to become a member, not ready or able, you can always enjoy the free weekly videos that uh, are available to the public. So we are on the Soul Fast and uh, it's not too late to join. So if you're hearing about the Soul Fast for the first time, you can get the book, The Soul Fast Workbook. It's available at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and as an ebook, I'll leave the uh, links in the description. And what the Soul Fast is, is we're taking out 40 days during this season of Lent to fast from negativity to really begin to 
monitor our thoughts, where we are emotionally, and begin to fast from some of those things. And uh, there is a video on YouTube that really gives a breakdown of what the soul fast entails. And I will make sure to link the video for those who are watching this on YouTube. And I'll leave it in the description for those who are listening to this uh, on uh, the podcast version. So for more inspirational tips, tools, and teachings, you can always join us on Sundays for church by phone. Again, you can become a member of the Cassandra Mack YouTube channel to get more in-depth teaching. And let us close out with a prayer. We're going to pray 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Dear God, thank you for helping us, empowering us, showing us how to tame the toxic self-talk. Thank you for giving us so many scriptures to take care of our mind. We ask, Father God, that you remind us if ever we get in a place where negative thinking tries to overtake our mind, remind us of the power found in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 where we can cast down imaginations and every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We thank you and we seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Have an awesome day.